0: What is up, fight fans? Welcome back to another episode of the MMA Anomaly Show. I'm your host, Olin, AKA MMA Anomaly, and I will be doing a full breakdown on UFC 280 on basically that entire card top to bottom in the coming week. I just wanted to make this video for two specific reasons. So, number one, I wanted to announce the winner of the contest, drum roll, please. The winner is Shan, AKA Super Silly Shy Guy. Your shirt should be on the way if it's not already there. Hope you love it. And thank you for the support. Always appreciate you. And jumping into that second reason, we have a fan slash friend submitted question from Jalen Ponco. So without further ado, we will go ahead and jump right into that. Hey, what's going on, everybody? MMA anomaly, thanks again for having me. UFC 280 is just right there, especially a lot of excitement in the bantamweight bouts. We have Sterling versus Dillashaw, Jan versus O'Malley. Listen, oh, what's your take? Call your shot. Who's gonna be the winner? How are they gonna win? We all know what the headliner is gonna be. We'll out this bantamweight bout. A lot of fireworks. After calling your shot, will this affect the new legacy, the new narrative for the bantamweight bout? Please let me know. Thanks again for having me, man. Absolutely love it, Jalen. So uh, we'll jump right into it. Call it my shot. Let's go ahead and break down the fight as a whole, right? We've got number 12 in Sean O'Malley going against number one in the division in Peter Yan. Now, I, I thought about a couple of things that these guys did well, a couple of things that they don't do so well, a couple of weaknesses and pitfalls, if you will. Um, now, jumping into the DraftKings odds, it is a plus 250 going in against a minus 300. Peter Yan obviously the favorite. The underdog is going to be Sean O'Malley. I mean, it's number 12 versus number one. If you thought Sean O'Malley was going to come in as a favorite, you're not paying attention. Um, this is basically a no-lose situation for Sean O'Malley. If he comes in and lasts a minute, two minutes, it's a win for him. Because he's, again, number 12 going against number one. But that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into the actual fight here. Now, what are some things that Peter Yan does extremely well? Peter Yan is patient very very patient with his attack he doesn't rush things he'll lull back let you think that he's actually slowing down and then that's when he catches you with his second stat power he has major major power in those hands when he throws them they land heavy he knocked out uriah faber sure it was a a bit older uriah faber but it's still uriah faber come on and he's put the hurting on a lot of people in there so what else does peter jan do well he's patient he's powerful and he has an extremely good clinch. Very, very technical clinch. He's a very skilled Muay Thai-style fighter. I think all three of those things will serve him well in this fight against Sean O'Malley. Now let's talk about The Sugar Show. What are three things that he does extremely well? Footwork. This is actually one of Peter Yan's biggest pitfalls or weaknesses, his lack of footwork. I, even though I'm a fan of Peter Yan, I feel like he constantly seems like he's standing flat-footed, letting his opponent circle out on him, and. That's actually happened to be his demise in some fights uh, a la the Aljamain Sterling fight. Again, footwork for Sugar Sean O'Malley is going to be key. He has fantastic footwork. We've seen him use it. He's outmaneuvered his opponents with his footwork while pretending to dribble and play basketball. Come on. Speaking of basketball, something those guys are really good at is precision. That's also something Sugar Sean O'Malley is really good at. Extremely precise with the shots that he throws. When he decides to throw big shots, he lands. When he's throwing like little whimsical shots, sometimes he'll throw like a spinning back wheel kick. He's He knows himself when he throws that. He's got like a 40, 60% chance that that's going to connect, right? Like 40% chance of it connecting, 60% chance of it missing. But he knows if it does connect, worth it. Um, and he also has a very quick recovery if he misses things like that. We've seen that happen where he misses the spinning back kick, falls on his butt, pops right back up, lands like a quick one too. I think he did that against uh, Eddie Wineland. Speaking of spinning back wheel kicks and uh, crazy maneuvers like that, that brings me into the third fighter perk that I chose for Sugar Sean O'Malley, which is a vast arsenal of striking. The guy can do it all, and he can hurt you with it all. We've seen him drop people with jabs, inside lead hooks, long crosses down the pipe, just straight down the pipe, knocking people down. He did that to Eddie Wineland. He hits people with body kicks that hurt them, he hits people with head kicks that hurt them. This guy. Is a skinny stoner American Conor McGregor, which is probably why I've never been a huge fan of his other than just watching him fight, much like with Conor McGregor. Don't necessarily love when he talks, but God, I love watching the kid fight. He's extremely talented, which is why you told me, Jalen, call my shot, call him my shot. It is on Sugarshan O'Malley. And I know you didn't think you were gonna hear that one come out of my mouth. So, Sugar sean O'Malley, that's the shot. I think that that is 100% the play. He's the underdog here 250 point underdog and i think he gets it done now i think the even more loaded part of your question is what does this do to the legacy of bantamweight to the narrative of the bantamweight division i think it throws a fork in it no matter what happens so right now we have tj dillashaw fighting aljermaine sterling for the belt on the very same card that we're talking about here and then underneath those guys we have Mirab devalishvili at number three We've got Corey Sandhagen at number four. We've got Marlon Chito Vera at number five. And in my opinion, the biggest loser of all of this whole thing is got to be number eight, Pedro Munoz, who was winning the fight against Sugar Sean O'Malley before getting eye poked. So I'd love to hear in the comments below, Jalen and everybody else watching, what do you think? What do you think this actually does to the division? And if Sean O'Malley wins, does he get the title shot or does he have to win one more? He hasn't fought a ranked opponent, has he? or rather a ranked opponent other than Pedro Munoz, which he was getting beat until that eye poke happened. So come on, you tell me what you think. Either way, I think O'Malley wins this fight. And I think he has nothing to lose in this fight, win or lose. Whereas Peter Yan has everything to lose in this fight and really nothing to gain. If you win, you beat number 12. If you lose, you just lost to number 12 and you were number one. It's just a bad matchup for peter yan i don't know what the ufc matchmakers were thinking other than they really want to build up Sugarshan o'malley and this is a quick way to do it what really sucks is cheeto vera has a win over Sugarshan o'malley has been more active and i feel like he deserves the title shot over a Sugarshan o'malley they'll probably end up making him fight like a mirab Dovalish billy and then the winner of that will get the winner of o'malley versus Aljamain sterling or tj dillashaw whoever wins that fight and has the belt at that time Um, Either way, again, like, comment, subscribe. Let me know what you think of the videos and make sure you smash that bell for notifications as always. And uh, thank you all for the support. Love you all. Look forward to the next episode coming up next week. Later.